On today's special holiday episode, we invite back Nostalgia Test Podcast All-Star and longtime friend Billy D'Elia to put Die Hard to the ultimate test. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. I was, Dan, I was, I knew you were going to do the yippee Kaye. I, I was hoping you, I, I was hoping you were going to say, I got a machine gun now. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, love it. Or, I mean, there's like so many or other like one-liners, so many, right? Yeah. I so mean, good. I could have done like, you know, you're going to need more FBI guys. I didn't yeah. know they celebrated Christmas in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> or how about everything that Coke had said? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Some uh, breathe by the fire. Oh my god. Like, well <laughs> come to the coast. We'll get together. Yeah. Have some oh my god. Well, everyone, if you didn't know already, first of all, welcome everyone to the Nostalgia Test Podcast. Happy holidays. Um, this is our special holiday episode, and we are doing die hard. That's right. We are not just putting die hard to the ultimate test to see if it passes the nostalgia test, but we are also going to find out. Is this a Christmas movie or is this just a movie that happens on Christmas? There's a big debate that's been going on. We haven't been going through on threads on X and on, uh, on Instagram. People have been weighing in and we'll talk all about that. Um, but welcome to the podcast. And if the first time you're listening, this is the podcast with me, Dan Dissinger here in LA, my longtime friend over there in New York, Manny Coelho. We put our pop culture to the ultimate test to see if it's still good. Or just nostalgic, or maybe it's really, really terrible. Like, take your pants off and jacket. Episode three, <laughs> two, three. We're episode one oh something at this point. Like, we're, we're well, awesome. or three musketeers bar, or three musketeers bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But ah, die hard. Here it is. Here. This is a big one. This is a big one, dude. I'm. All, I don't even like. So nostalgic or not is cool, but like the fact that. I, I, I think at the end we might have an answer to to whether this is a Christmas movie or not, or it'll, it'll always just be a debate. Um, yeah. So, but I, I guess we should save that part we're gonna later, or we're going to get right into it. We'll, because, we'll save them. Dude, yeah. There's enough good always, stuff to talk about with yeah. this movie. Like, without even like, I think there's parts like when I took the notes when I was watching it, I, oh, yeah. I made notes on the ridiculous parts so that, that why I like this movie, yeah. and then stars next to the one that like. <laughs> relate to the is this a christmas is this movie this christmas story? Yeah. yeah it's the fact that, <laughs> yeah. that like yeah the main character's wife's name is holly like yeah what? <sighs> you know so like um ridiculous but it was the biggest thing is like and dan i, I want the facts on this but sure it was released in june or july right it was released in the summertime so that's action film release time really especially in the i did not realize that yeah released right yeah. around my birthday july 12th or July fifteenth, around yeah. there. It's uh. Yeah, so that thing is all, like, 
Yeah. Back in the summertime when we were kids, mm-hmm. that's an action movie. Uh, that's a strike summer... against it being a Christmas movie. That's, that's we, should, we should have like a thing, Dan, on uh, on the video, like Bing. strike one. Like it's Check. now going. Check. It just takes Big place. Pros and cons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It, it, it's definitely, and you if you look at the cover art, there's nothing that says Christmas to it. It's no. Bruce Willis's face, a building exploding. And that's it. Not a Christmas tree yeah. to be seen. Nothing. And, and that's another part that's like kind of like, well, if you're telling me this is a Christmas movie, then th- then you there's a lot to be talked about in terms of it being like definitely not one. I mean, someone on Instagram said something about like Gremlins. Like there was another thing where people talk about, well, I guess uh, Gremlins is a Christmas debate. movie. Like no shit. No, Gremlins that then no is shit. a Christmas movie. That's yeah. a Christmas movie. No problem. Right. Um. But if anyone here, like, you know, listening to this episode uh, 35 years from now, 50, 100 years from now, and you don't know what Die Hard is, Die Hard is a 1988 American action film directed by John McTiernan, uh, written by Jeb Stewart and Stephen E. D'Souza, based on the, okay, based on the 1979 novel, Nothing Lasts Forever by Roderick Thorpe. In the 80s, all they did I did not know that either. Jesus. Cobra, based on a novel as well. No, cocktail. No. Yes. Get the cocktail fuck out based of here. on a novel. It's really? yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Listen to episode one blown, and episode one hundred. Uh, no, no fucking no movies in the eighties weren't weren't based on novels. Based it's on a like novel. crazy. <laughs> so it starts. I need to read the book about Roadhouse. Oh <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you, it's based on a novel about being about a bouncer. <laughs> Oh my God! Just for everyone, it stars Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman, who rest in peace, Alan Rickman, Alexander uh, Godanov, Bonnie Bedelia, with Reginald Bell Johnson. Shout out to Carl Winslow, uh, William ah, Atherton, Paul Paul Gleason. Yeah. Dude, Carl Wilson, Carl Will, um, Winslow is now the voicing the principal in Invincible, the the comic book series on Prime. If you guys haven't watched Prime, uh, I haven't watched Visible, it. bro, that is by far one of my favorite things on television right now. Like the adaptation of the of the the comic book. Yeah. I didn't even care about the comic book. I didn't really even know about it. I know it's new, it's fairly new, but what the take on superhero stuff, it's kind of like the boys, but like an animated version. Mm, and nice. Carl and Carl is in it. Well, I know that's not the actor's name. Reginald but, L. Johnson. <laughs> but it, it's so good. Carl it's Winslow. So good. It's, it's Carl Winslow. so good to hear his voice, you know? Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just uh, just one more thing, like just for the, uh, like a little bit of the plot. On Christmas Eve, so I guess check in the Christmas box, New York City Police Department Detective John McClain arrives in Los Angeles, hoping to reconcile with his estranged wife, Holly, at a party held by her employer, the Nakatomi Corporation. He is driven to Nakatomi Plaza by a limo driver, Argyle. Shout out to Argyle. Great Argyle's the who, shit, bro. I love who, that guy. Who offers to wait for McLean in the garage uh, while McLean changes clothes. The tower is seized by German radical Hans Gruber and his heavily armed team, including Carl and Theo. Um, and then it goes from there and it just gets crazy. This is Phenomenal. a two hour movie in a building. Um, yeah, in one building. It's in a it only takes place in a building and people make yeah. fun of like uh you know that that movie that was in in like water for the whole time there's that movie now the like Meg? that's like no. the, there's a <laughs> um, terrible film 
Yeah. It's called like deep, deep water. Or I don't know what. Deep I blue sea. No, no, not that one. That great that movie. Was, that was a great <laughs> movie. Great movie, hands down. Hello, Cool J's character in that movie is amazing. Hello, I think cool we J. saw that in the theater in high school. I remember like yeah. getting there late and sitting oh. in the front row because nothing else was available. Yeah, no, that movie is great. <laughs> um, great um, there's another movie, um, Frozen, where there it's like it's all takes place at a on a chairlift that gets stuck in the middle of the. Oh, mountain. I've seen it. Open Water, that movie. Yeah, where, Open yeah. Water. Yeah, so like. Fuck you for making fun of the fact that the place is only one thing. This movie is great and it takes place in one freaking setting. And yeah, you know what's pretty awesome? Best thing is the studio. It's the studio's building. So yep. they rented to themselves. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Tax well, write off. Let's just tax like, write off at profit. <laughs> I, right off the bat, I just want to say this. This is a, a nostalgia test. Uh, podcast confession, but this is the first time I've ever seen Die Hard, and I, it's mind blowing, dude. Wait, mind blowing. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying not even like a snippet of the movie? No, I've a, a snippet, but not enough for me to say that I've seen it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You flip around the channels, it's on. You right. see a couple minutes of it, type thing. Yeah. But, this so is the you thing. only know of it through like quotes and yeah. just like the the popularity of this movie, right? Because the thing is, this like. I'm, Again, I'm fucking shocked. My childhood was <laughs> without cable. Uh, and which means I didn't get to see I had a lot too of much cable. Movies. And then I didn't have cable. You had that illegal box, bro. Yeah, bro. Remember that shit? <laughs> in, your uncle's, in your uncle's room. Yeah. That passes that. the nostalgia test. 100% the black box passes the nostalgia 100%, test. 100%, bro. Illegal my dad could have gotten one of those. <laughs> Yo, my dad could have gotten one at the depot. They might. They, everyone was selling them. All the bus drivers had one. My dad's like, no, I don't want one. Why? Oh, not? my God. Oh, Why not? Bail, man. Yeah. Should Every single bus driver definitely had a scrambler. Of like, course they did. Except for And they made money selling that shit to other people like, they're yeah. probably like selling it to like people that walked in on the bus be like you should pay a dollar to get on this bus you want to buy the scramble for hundred dollars i didn't have cable and then when i moved out i didn't have cable because i moved into a room in colorado that's when my parents got cable and then when i came back i wasn't living <laughs> like really at home, so i didn't really <laughs> ever have cable ever yeah, yeah. So now you just got to pay three ninety nine to watch movies. Like uh, yeah, this. I had to pay three seventy nine for this, which I think oh, I'm just God. gonna start buying DVDs because of everything. I, I purchased we, the movie for nine ninety nine. Yes, <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm gonna watch this over and this over. Dan, this is why we got to start by uh, selling this merch because then we yeah. can start, you know, paying for all the nostalgic movies we got to watch. Uh, yeah, and exactly. you can write it off. Yeah, it's a, exactly. it's a, it's a, a, a business expense. That's right, exactly. So <laughs> this the research and I, development. So this is the first time I've seen this movie. This movie was outstanding, and I, I wish I, I wish I would have seen it when I was a kid. I, I'm it so was stunned. such a classy, a classic. Like the best part about this movie is when it takes place because it's the '88, right? So you still got the '80 cheesiness to it, but then you got the '90s grunge coming into it. Yep, yep. Yes. The look of a '90s movie too. Like the shoulder pads on that guy who does coke. Like first oh of all, that guy sucks balls, and I want to punch him in the face every time I see him. But the, the freaking shoulder pads on his like his jacket was like here. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. The, it was crazy. But yo, he was such a douchebag. What was his character? Oh, the first the first time you meet him, he's like sexually harassing Holly Gennaro where he's like, yeah, you know, it's apparently like his boss or his, or his close worker. And he's like basically trying to bang her like at work. Like, oh, why don't we go back to my house? I have some yeah. aged brie by the fire. Aged like, brie, that, bro. <laughs> That's what how he's that? trying to get aged <laughs> yeah. brie. Hey, let's go eat some 
horribly smelling cheese. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> sexual like harassment, bro. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. I I was, it was okay it was in 88 still. And he was yeah. doing coke on, on, on her desk. And his uh, boss walks in and is like, hey, yeah. man, what's up? Like, no, hey, what's up? How you doing? And then uh, what do you got then, there? John's like, yeah, you got some leftover. And he's like, yeah. like that. Dude, they were just like, we need to show that these guys, oh. like, so back then, think about that was when, like, um, stock, um, that uh, the movie with Charlie Sheen, um, where he's a stockbroker. Wall Street. And stuff. Oh, Wall Street. Wall Street came out. So, like, yeah. it was, like, kind of a, a sign of, like, being rich. Like, yeah, everyone's rich doing and, the blow. And, like, seeing, like, you're doing the blow. And he had to bring up the Rolex. There was so much foreshadowing in this movie in the first oh, yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Like, so first of all, wait, let's go to the beginning. Can we just go back to the he's plane? On the plane. plane. She's on the airplane. And ridiculous. this guy just says, oh, yeah, you know, you know how you handle travel? And I'm yeah. thinking, chew gum to pop your ears, yeah. like, you know, take something More to cocaine. go to sleep. This <laughs> motherfucker is talking about putting his feet taking into fists. Yeah. I, I, I never remember. I didn't remember that. I mean, I watch this movie like every year and I'm like, this is the first time I like sit down and take notes on it. And I'm the first thing I'm like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah. What was what, that? What, what was crazy was that was just foreshadowing why John McClane didn't have fucking shoes on yeah, exactly. the whole time. Baffling. He Baffling. He listened yeah. to this dude say, take off your shoes and put them into a fist when you get to where you're going to be. Yeah. And that's how you're going to be oh, able to shit, handle Manny, I didn't put two and two together until you just said that, but that's, <laughs> that's right. That's why he didn't have shoes on. <laughs> dude, but the that's worst pretty part, terrible writing, by the way. But <laughs> the <say>. grossest <laughs> part, the grossest part is he didn't just take his shoes off. Like John McClane goes into the office bathroom. He's in Whoa. a bathroom with carpet. Whoa. That bathroom oh, had so carpet nasty. on it. And he took Covered his shoes off. And he took his socks <laughs> off. And then he was just like, oh, God damn, that works. Then a oh, bunch of shooting starts happening. Uh, look, I'm not saying that I would just go, man, I better put my shoes on. But I might actually put yeah. my fucking shoes back Instead on. Instead of running in the hallway? Yeah. Hey, what are you going to stub your toe? Like, that, I mean, I, I'm thinking this is crazy. I'm thinking because they must have had a scene where they're like, we want him to walk through glass and bleed yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So how do we do that? We need him to take off his shoes. <laughs> how do we do that? But then it becomes oh. a running gag, right? Where it's like, not yeah. like a gag, but like, oh, oh, he kills the terror. Oh, I had to kill the terrorist at the smallest speed in the world. Like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It brings it back up. <laughs> It's like they kept going back to it and like playing it up, you know. So yeah. it's uh, oh. it, it's 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 kind of funny how work right I, from the beginning of the first line, boom. The good boom. point of the foreshadowing, right the foreshadowing is like, and then like they talk about the he goes, yo, tell him about the watch, tell him about the watch, and like, oh, like it's a Rolex, and the Rolex is what he undoes so that Hans falls out of her hand. Yep. So like, wow, it's foreshadowing right there. There's like wow. so many different things. Freaking annoying. Oh, yeah. Not wow. annoying. It's just that it was so basic writing that it's oh, like, dude, well, yeah. why can't, like, why? I guess it almost is like directors think we're stupid. But, yeah. No, yeah. they think we're that, dumb. That way they need to tell you the story in the beginning so they, oh, that connects that instead of just like have it happen. Like, and then you could be really dumb like me and not even realize that. <laughs> wow. Wow, that there's just my, so much amazing trivia. 
Because oh, like yeah. she turns on the she puts on the watch because her freaking partner just keeps talking about it and is like put on the watch later for the speech. So she fucking puts on the Rolex for the speech. What does that company do, bro? What does right, it question. do? I feel All, like yeah. it's just illegal what they do. All I know is that it, it, it totally because like I was writing things like, you know, looking at this from an 80s movie, it's totally that 80s trope of the Japanese taking over the world. Like, you yes. don't know what they do, but they're taking over the world. You know, yes. like, remember, that was the big thing in the 80s. Like, yes. Japan is go- like now nowadays, like China's taking over the world. Back then, it was like Japan, Japan. is taking over the world. And yeah. that's like right from the beginning, you know, yeah, they, that, had, they had like they did all the electronics yeah. and yep. all that other stuff. Yeah, exactly. But that, yeah. that's total 80s trope there yeah and then also like the the funny thing to me that jumped out right away and this is like when you first when mclean gets in the limo and he's talking to argyle about oh what's seat. going on yeah the fun he's seat. smoking with the windows closed i'm like all right wait, wait hold on. Movie. he's smoking <laughs> in the, the airport, airport. oh yeah he, he got out Jesus, he fucking likes that. it and he's carrying a gun Okay, on, on I wrote that down. I'm like, can he just carry a gu- like, open carry? Don't worry, I'm a the cop. 80s, they didn't care. I've been Jesus doing it for 18 years. <laughs> but the, now oh, we dude, have that to cop everything thing is like the stereotypical trope where it's like, oh, yeah. what happened to your marriage? Well, my wife got a job that pays her a million dollars a year, but I got a backlist of scumbags, and this is the most important <laughs> job. Months, and I'm like, dude, this I got is, six come months on, bro. of uh, dude, just go to LA. There's plenty of cop in LA. Yo, that chief of police was a fucking asshole. Oh. oh yeah, that he guy, always plays what he always plays a dick. He yeah. was he was done he was done with detention in the Breakfast Club, and then he went over there to like mm-hmm. be chief of police. Like that's like the that, <laughs> they're that, like oh you know what actor. suits you you should uh you yeah. should be a chief of police. Just keep wearing what you're wearing. Just go over to the other studio. He literally, I think he just walked right over. Yeah, yeah. They're like they're yeah. like we need you to be in another film. Yeah. All First right. of all, no no company does a Christmas party on Christmas Eve. I don't no. think that's a real thing. This never no. happens, but it always no. happens. Well, in the movie. he's ju- Japanese. Okay. So, do they even celebrate Christmas, that's, Manny? Yeah, right. that's <laughs> I that line. I'm like, I'm like, dude, that is the most racist line in the world. He's Wait. like, I didn't even yes. know the Japanese celebrated Christmas. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the bro! Fuck are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> and then like, dude. what about when uh, the the woman who's pregnant is like, uh, you know. Do you think it'd be all right for the baby to have a, uh, a like a, a sip of alcohol? I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> like we're oh, okay I missed with that. this. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Talking to Holly, and Holly like okay's it. She's yeah, like the eighties. She's like it's about to come out serving alcohol. Like I was like, oh my god, what oh are you talking about? This lady's just <laughs> bro. There was so everyone in this. It, it's so I was so confused because I because I've never seen this movie. So in the beginning, when Bruce Willis is like just checking out every single woman, I'm like, okay, why is he in L.A.? And then when I find out that he's married to this to Bonnie Bedelia, I'm like, yeah. wait a second, he's been staring down the flight attendant. Then the girl that they well, they're like divorced kind of. Not but they're not they're separate. separate. And they're separated. Then, yeah, but he's uh, like his character clearly is just like, Ugh. but like yeah. he's like looking around. He's like, well, it's the eighties, bro. Men couldn't control themselves. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, had, and they could have anyone they wanted. Yeah, because they, they, I mean, they have anyone they wanted. They they all they have to do is like show up, and all is good later. Like yeah, point taken with like random boobs when like the the terrorists come in and start shooting up the place well yeah, oh, yeah. and this couple didn't hear it at no all. so that is another foreshadowing he's in the bathroom with holly 
or in that room with Holly. Oh, when the people and they walk in. in, those are the people who are having sex on the, yeah. in in the um office. Yeah, they which, like, oh. and they're the ones that help him be able to escape because they distract oh. the the terrorists. Uh, Good point. You no, know, it was yeah. supposed to be a whole terrorist. They were supposed to be terrorists, not bank robbers, not just oh, robbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's a terrorist, but the writer realized that if you just made them terrorists, the movie wouldn't be as enjoyable because they were fearing that it would be very political then. And yeah. like you, you like people would much rather see like a vault be open instead of them just being terrorists. And like, yeah, because it was also before the Berlin Wall fell, right? So you had the whole like East West Germans. Yeah. I assume they're yes. supposed to be East Germans, you know? Yeah. So there's that going on. Yeah. The yeah. One that, it's funny because you mentioned that the, the, the boobs in the movie. My brother in law, <laughs> I was talking to him and he's like, Dude, this is not a Christmas movie. There's tits in it. I was like, no, no, no. It's an '80s movie. There has to be tits in it. So like, that's it like a check a box for an time. '80s movie. Well, you know, like you have to show yeah. whether it's like a Playboy thing on the wall or real tits. Like, which there's he tits could not stop movies. looking like, at, <laughs> which was ridiculous. Oh, he goes he, like this. He yeah. like he like, hey, ladies. Well, I was like, what? Yeah. And plus, I mean, even though it's PG-13, I mean, Christmas Vacation. I mean, you have that that scene in the mall that literally that woman, her clothes weren't <laughs> yeah. even on. Like, you and know what I mean? It is a Christmas yeah, and, movie for and sure. And it's a Christmas movie. And Love Actually is a Christmas movie. And there's like three or four tit scenes in it. Yeah. I exactly. it and that's not even an 80s movie. No. <laughs> and no. I, and that's the thing too, is like back then you could have a criteria of the Christmas movies, but now like somebody had wrote this on Instagram that, oh, it's too violent, but you have Violent Night and that shit was crazy violent. I haven't watched it. I need to watch bro, that. Billy, I was watching it. I was like, this is a Billy movie. Chrissy texted me yesterday about it. I got to watch it. Chrissy and Mike are the ones that, so we, every year we go back and forth of like, who watches the cheesiest like Christmas movies? And they watched it like, not cheesy at all. You still need to watch this. And uh, watch, I watch it. it. It's, it's well, good. It's I'll definitely bring it up. fucking good. I'll bring it up right now. Black Christmas is a Christmas movie. Horror yeah. film, 1974. Yeah. Probably one of the scariest movies. And it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. But did you see they made that movie Thanksgiving that's like doing like yeah. the throwback of the ho- I I wanted to see that, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. <laughs> they they came out with another movie this year called Silent Night. And it's like another action yeah. Christmas. I thing. love a good We're old movie. Back to the so, so, Bro, so, they put in a tape yeah. deck and guess what plays? Christmas in Hol- Hollis. Yeah. So this yes, yeah. yes, I wrote that down. Yes, hundred percent. Great like, song, by the way. Great, right away, greatest Christmas song. Right away, it is kind of a Christmas movie feel because you're like, it's there's a couple songs and even oh yeah, accordion playing, yeah, orchestra playing like certain Christmas songs. Yeah, yeah. they played Whilst, Ode to Joy in the background. Yep, yeah. I know yeah. that so too. Like, yep. So that's a, a score, that's bro. A, yeah, that's a check for Christmas movie. So I'm like, 100%. Oh, shit, because yo, I came in here going, this is not a fucking Christmas movie. But then I'm like, whoa, Holly is their name. He's like talking. He's to whistling the jingle bells when he shows yeah. up to the Nakatomi Plaza. You know, yeah. so there, there's all these little little. And you know, clues. Nakatomi Plaza has like RoboCop technology. But no one knows like, how nice, an elevator works. Nice no, toy. No, <laughs> nice toy. <laughs> like fucking. Guy. No one knows he's how like an mad at works. it. He's mad at yeah. like the evolution of like technology. He's like, bro, he's bah. just a cop. He just yeah, has to get those fuck. scumbags to jail. Fuck nice, his family. Nice toy. <laughs> he's chasing down Ninja Turtles down in New York while like yeah, <laughs> it's going on. But uh, no one knows how Jesse an elevator James works because he, oh, yeah. he asked yeah. the guy, <laughs> Nakatoa, whatever. He's like, yeah, he's like. 
you know, on the 30th floor. Yeah, just get off where you hear the noise. How about you get off at the 30th floor? At the 30th floor. Do they all? And that. I love when he goes to the boss and the boss is like, he goes, oh, great building. And he's like, oh, when it finishes, I'm like, oh, so they needed to foreshadow the fact that yep. so the building itself, uh, the set, I mean, building wasn't, it was being built. So like, they're like, oh, we could use these rooms because it's in construction, but we need to put that in the movie because God forbid we go on a floor that has just construction and we don't explain why there's just construction there. Like, yeah, it had yeah. yeah exactly. Like, you, had to, you had to give that in. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Like, Unreal. Speaking, I totally forgot to mention this when you talk about the random, you know, nudity in 80s movies. How about when he just looks out the window and there's just some naked broad in the building okay. next to him? Like, what the yes. fuck? <laughs> I thought he was going to try to signal her. I, I said, this is how you end this movie that quick. Ready? You see her, you shoot the window yeah. and it fucking explodes. Call the cops. It's over. Like, Movie's gone. It's oh, so you don't have to shoot her. You shoot the window. You make it crash. She's naked. Oh my god! There's bullets flying from across yeah. the way. Done. I'm just like, oh, Kara's here. Let me look at the window. Look, some naked yeah. broad across the thing. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> the fuck? Like, it was like it made no sense. sense. This is no sense because it didn't. Like, was he trying to? Yeah, totally. Just trying. Was he trying to like signal her? But I mean, no, imagine no. the guy pitching it. They're like, imagine he looks out the window and she, she's a woman. And someone's like, but what if that woman is naked? <laughs> and they're like, yes, that's it. Yes. You made I feel like movie. nowadays. That woman doesn't have curtains. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> nowadays, though, like when you see action, which I'll say this, they don't make action movies like this anymore. Oh, fuck the, no, the, dude. The, the time of the action movie like this, Lethal Weapon, like oh, things like that, it's over. It's over. Yeah, they right? try, like, the closest they got was comedy action. Expendables, but that's mostly nostalgia. They're going for that, you know, like yeah, sure. yeah you're you're crazy. doing a throwback, you know. But this but like, wasn't being nostalgic. No. This was being serious. This is what the movies were. This is yeah. creating a, a, a genre. Well, that's, well, that's like this is like Point Break. Like we said in that episode, they're taking this very seriously. Or Roadhouse. Like this is this is a serious thing. Like they're like we're yeah. making a oh, serious yeah. action film. Like now, but there's like some comedy said, in it because there was some like. Action one comedy, yeah. Like one oh yeah, you had yeah. to have that. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. Just like think of any Schwarzenegger movie has the comedic one-liners. You gotta have that shit, you know. Best right. best part about this is this movie lives in that world, right? So like, 100%. I always love what when they they bring up Rambo and Arnold Schwarzenegger, which makes me think the guy who wrote, wrote it didn't want him to be a super cop, so that's why they chose Bruce Willis. Which is crazy to think that Bruce Willis at this time, if you look at him, you're like, this guy's not like. A star struck in like he's not Tom Cruise. He's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's not, you know, I mean, Sylvester Stallone, I guess you could have said with more of like he wasn't that great looking yet. But like he wasn't he wasn't muscle. He's he was always like been every, great looking to me, Manny. Yeah. He he's, <laughs> he's he wasn't built. He was built like a regular dude. So yeah, this, he wasn't like, jacked out of his mind. And it yep. goes back to even thinking yeah. about Keanu Reeves, because Keanu Reeves was kind of like a regular dude. So it's yeah. like this got more people to like the movie i in my opinion like oh this yeah. is real this could be real like yeah. yep. this, this is just a regular dude who has regular you know not a regular job he's a cop but like it's just oh i could do i, I could be this he's like guy. a regular blue collar dude you know yeah look yeah. checks out girls smokes cigarettes fucking hates new technology just wants to fucking you know hug his wife and i guess he was sent sent there by the boss because the boss who's got who's is who got him the limo. Because well, like, oh, yeah, yeah, this guy yeah, the, the limo, the not Nakatomi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nakatomi, yeah. Nakatomi brought him there. 
Yeah, yeah, because they were having a party, so she wanted to. Yeah, she wasn't really sure about it. Right, right. She played this well, weird thing too. She was like, she wanted him, she didn't. She set up the room, but then right, she was. Like, oh. Right when they meet up, and she's like, "I miss you, John." And then he's like, "Well, how come you change your fucking last yeah, name, bitch?" Yeah. Like, I'm like, like, "What are you doing, dude? dude? What's wrong with you?" Like, first of all, you make maybe thirty five thousand dollars a year. Like, you're, you're, what do you? What do you? Especially yeah. this time, yeah, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. come on. Bro, like, who just gives move. A shit? Just move and become. He's a cop instantly guy. like, like you know, he's like instantly like, fuck you, bitch. And I'm like, dude, yeah. calm down with the misogynistic yeah. <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. Jesus, yeah. like, relax. What about that random dude that kissed him? Was that supposed to be a gay guy? Were that was that like a gay joke? Probably in the 80s. Like, maybe because he, like said, he was well, like because he was there's like, the running like, gag of like, like oh, California. Yeah, California. he's like he said that after that. He's like, oh, California. I'm like, are you? Was that just like a? A gay joke? That's that's yeah. what that was. It's yeah. so funny. I would, like I would imagine idea. this in the eighties. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's this funny thing about how like California is so much softer than New York, but like L.A. is not. It's L.A. is first of all, I live in L.A. now, and if you take the subway in Los Angeles, it's like the eighties never left. Like it, it, it's literally <laughs> like that. Like it's crazy, and I'm thinking like. It, all that all those tropes of like how you move to LA and you get like you know all of a sudden you lose your edge no fucking way it's just like no one's ever heard of like, in Malibu yeah it's like yeah. no one's ever heard of NWA like it's just like yeah, come yeah. on bro but like you know he he's so and he knows he messed messed up and he hits himself in the head you know hits yeah. him in the head and other dude he talks idiot. to himself all the time he's actually he, crazy he's a there might be something wrong with him <laughs> yeah the act, the, like, the, the, the John, yes, yes. Fuck this up, the character. John. Come on, John. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, John. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, he talks to himself about like four or five times, and I'm like, yeah. this is a way to break the 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 wall, right? This is. Oh like, yeah. If it was nowadays, Ryan Reynolds would be straight up talking to the camera, right? Yeah. They were Deadpool. just like, well, yeah, it's Deadpool, but like they needed to like lightly make it like, <laughs> all right, we're he's kind of kind of talking to us. He's. Talking to us in a way, but like you have to make this man look manic and fucked up. Like he's like, oh come on, John, no, John, no, like (laughs) yo, come to the come to the coast, have a little less. I'm like, that was the best shot. That to me was the coolest shot in the fucking um in the uh, AC duck, and he lights it, and then he's just like. Oh, right. so good. <laughs> well, apparently, most of the script, apparently, according to IMDb, was was improvised due to the consistent Amazing. screenplay tweaks uh, that was being made during filming. So probably a lot of maybe Bruce Willis's stuff and everything that he was talking to himself um, were probably could have been improvised, and they That's just like kept it in. Yeah, um, and, and he, you know, and he was really funny. I mean, he. he oh, dude, great. he is. He was it was hilarious how he his clothing just got dirtier Messier. so like quickly. They like, had 14 different um, 14 different like tanks. Tanks. Yeah. That's crazy. That had various like fucking like to the point where at one point it was so bad and dirty that they're like, all right, you just need to take your shirt off. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. at the end when he has his shirt off and he is the uses the tape. Grossest kiss yeah. and hug ever. Oh. That was like a Rocky one they, hit. That was like they, Rocky. They kiss. she's got she's got plaster and rocks on him. He's fucking bloody and like, like oozing shit out. But that's what happens at the end of a wholesome family Christmas movie, right? The family comes together. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they come together. The, the the kids have like three lines, and everyone's like, "Fuck them, who cares?" Oh my <laughs> god, that freaking reporter! 
The guy who shut down the Kill containment him. system in Ghostbusters 1? Oh. Yes, yes this he, man has he, no dick. He, that man is terrible. <laughs> that man is terrible. He basically messed up the whole thing. Of course. Two guys that are stupid. The freaking, the guy who's like, oh, I'm going to go talk to them. And like pretends that oh. he's like, hey, bad. what was he thinking there? Hans, Bubby. Like, Bubby. Yeah, Bubby. Bubby. Boom. Boom. Yeah, and then you know, that's a classic coke. '80s movie too, man. There's always like some asshole that thinks he like either doesn't want to listen to everyone's advice, yeah. like thinks he knows what he's doing. Like every '80s movie has that shit, you know. Like same yeah. to your point, he that guy plays the same character in Ghostbusters, you know. He's yeah. just a dick. Oh yeah. I mean, he's that guy's also in the Die Hard Two. He's the report. I, he gets I've stuck. never seen Die Hard Two. Full admission, never seen Die Hard Two. Oh. Seen Die Hard with a Vengeance, great movie. Never seen Die Hard Two. I will say. Dan's cracking up because Dan probably there's has so many amazing lines that I wrote down. <laughs> like, I'm just looking. This is great. <laughs> now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, I was like, when, Chris when, when, the, when the police <laughs> chief like goes, Chris. when the guy gets shot, when Bruce Willis shoots him through the table, like, thanks for the advice. And he goes, and he throws that body out the window. And they're like, then Carl Winslow's like, oh, what are you supposed to say about that guy? And he goes, <laughs> oh, he was a stockbroker. He got depressed. He's got yeah, 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 exactly. in <laughs> Yes. Like, <laughs> oh my god helsinki sweden <laughs> yeah <laughs> i missed that one that's great though <laughs> oh my god dude oh my Everywhere god the terrorist is trying to be discreet <sighs> with undoing the phone lines and the guy comes in with a chainsaw and he's like yeah. what is like, what, what is are you doing that? bro that guy, guy from money done in like two seconds what the fuck that was are you his doing? brother too so that yeah that was his brother and he, like i was gonna say he's like He's like, you got it? He's like, hurry up. Like, he's kind he's of like, like the asshole versus... older brother. Yeah. Couldn't wait. He couldn't fucking wait. He was so happy. I was about thinking it. chainsaw this shit, bro. I got it. Don't worry and about then, it. And then, of course, like Carl Winslow's character is like getting like uh, snacks, Twinkies, or whatever. Come on. I know. It. Like, really? I'm like, what are we doing here? And then the guy has to make fun of him. He's like, oh, I thought you only ate donuts. I was like, okay, that's classic fat joke. cop jokes. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. And then he. And, and what's his name? He's like on channel nine. He knows the channel to call the police station. They're like, oh, you, you, this is only for emergencies. He's like, what do you think I'm fucking doing? Ordering a pizza? Yeah. Like, he's like, it's like, sir, sir. Dude, my favorite is like the trope. And this is like, I feel like this is an 80s trope too, where like he's clearly like a terrible father because he cares more about putting away bad guys and with his oh, family. Man. He's like, I'm just going to show up with this gigantic fucking bear and everything's going to be fine. Like, it's just I... like a classic 80s thing where it's like, oh, I'm going to ignore my family that brings some stupid ass gift or make some <laughs> stupid ass gesture, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Classic. It smells like cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the, the, the craziest part. So if you guys don't know the franchise, like, he doesn't you don't really get to know the daughters until like yeah third until the fourth one what? that's the one with uh, the dude from the apple commercial right yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. she's she's in it where they take one down a daughters. helicopter with a car in the fourth one yeah yes <laughs> wow. yeah i will say i will say the second one is good it takes place in new york in the airport in new york and okay it, it's also christmas time it's carl winslow and- in that one no, there's another oh, character. There's a character that was in NYPD Blues. He's he, he's the actor that's in this the one. The guy that shows his ass all the time on NYPD Blue. It's the fatter guy that's like a mustache. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, and he's like, he's the one that talks to. He's the the walkie guy. Yeah. You know, okay. Like, yeah. like in it, and so is it a hijacking it, situation in that one? Yes. 
and I gotta and watch his, that. And his wife is on the plane. Again, um, okay, all right. Oh no, his wife is on another plane that's supposed to land. So he needs to figure out what's Get going on. Get these terrorists out of here so his wife can land. There's All a prisoner right. being transferred. So there it's well, the guy play. from Bro, this you gotta one watch it. I actually I gotta I gotta watch it. All right. I will right. say that it's it's just I will, I don't know if it's I I have to watch it too. Just because actually, I've seen Die Hard Two. Yeah. Most of Die Hard Two, not okay. Die Hard One. That is like why because I yeah. remember that stuff, like the plane. It's crime. good. Die yeah. Hard with a Vengeance, the third one, is a great awesome. movie. And fun fact, that was actually supposed to be a Lethal Weapon movie, and then it switched to a Die Hard movie. Because if you think about it, to your point, the first one takes place in one building. I haven't seen the second one, but I know it basically takes place in the airport, right? Yes. The third one, like that is like more like a Lethal Weapon movie where it's all over Ooh, the city, right. all over the place. So that's wow. what I actually oh, right. read that it where that was supposed to be movie. a Lethal Weapon movie. Yeah. It is wow. different. He's everywhere. He's yep. not in one scene. He's everywhere. But and then you saw Samuel Jackson in it. So awesome. Fantastic yeah. movie, though. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I would say film. the third one, there's not many sequels of a sequel. There's not yeah. a trip. A triple is normally not that except great. Rocky three and four, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, we're Word talking <laughs> different things. Die Hard was event with a vengeance was man. Solid film. Good movie. But no, that was and and then um Die Hard with um what's the one? Die. The live fourth one, I die hard. Die. Is that live free or die hard, or that was that the fifth, fifth one? one? I never watched the fifth one. I heard it was really bad. It was, I don't know. Uh, it was bad. Yeah, it was yeah. Bad. the the fourth one was that okay. Was like his son, all of a sudden he has a yeah. son. Yeah, the for, the for, the third of one course, was okay. Why not? I'm sorry, the third fourth one was, one was good. okay. Third one, had there was like good. It, fourth uh, one was okay. Riddles and shit, and it was it was Hans's brother. Yes, they it is that it's Hans's brother. So yes, you could rob City Hall over here. What? Cops oh, so are nowhere. You could rob City Hall. Yo, I, I did just pop back into my head when you said Hans's brother. All right. So remember I told you I was watching this. I thought I saw a random Easter egg and went down a rabbit hole. Yes. yes. So I'm watching it. And when they first come out of the elevator, I see an Italian looking dude with like curly hair. And I'm like, holy fuck. Is that the guy from Roadhouse? I thought it was like the karate villain guy that says like, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. So yeah. I like went down an IMDB <laughs> hole. It's not there. And then I'm like searching, like find the guy's name and I'm searching uncredited. And at the end of the day, it turned out it was not the guy, but like he looked very similar to the guy. And I'm like, God damn it. Like Dude, I was like, if that had been true, I would have been like, yes, amazing connection between two awesome movies. Wow. There's actually um, wow. some like dark theory that, when he is talking to uh, Carl Winslow, um, he goes, uh, you know, what did you end up doing? Why are you on the desk? And he's oh, like, my shot. God. It's like, I shot a kid. This and was the so kid that random. he shot is Steve Urkel. Because <laughs> Carl Winslow apparently... <laughs> <laughs> <family. laughs> yeah, you gotta... Hit you. Yo, when you go into that theory, you're like... What? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and that, oh, and so that, good, like dude. that, family matters is actually his like, dr like dream, his a fever dream. He killed oh, the like kid Jacob because Flatter. he killed because he killed fucking he killed Steve like Jacob Slatter. So he's just in there while like he's dying, and as his final like, oh god, Manny. Oh man, he's just Stefan Arkell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's like Jacob Slatter. So he's like Carl Winslow's dying, and he just keeps he just lives inside Family Matters. Like so, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, every half like, hour, so like, things are better. Do, 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 do. He's just like in his brain, just like, no. 
Yeah. Oh just, my god, he, that is yeah, amazing. Dude, that, 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 that came out of nowhere. When I was watching the movie and then he's like talking to him, first of all, everyone can hear what he's saying, right? Yes. Okay. Everyone. He like the even the terrorists. Oh my god, it's so ridiculous. And then he's like, I shot a kid, and Bruce Willis is like, Sorry, man, I didn't know. Of course you didn't know. <laughs> like, you don't know who this guy is. Like, you don't even know what he looks like. You have no clue who this man is. I'm and, sure Bruce Willis has shot kids at his job too. There's some dude, of the scumbags he's taking off the street. I'm thinking a bunch of people died in this film that weren't supposed to die. I mean, yeah. uh, when he blew up the whole floor of that dude. building, the building should have came down. Yeah. Like th- that explosion. First of all, what floor was, was did he blow up? Did he blow up below thirtieth? Or he who knows? He just threw a bag of explosives down an elevator shaft. He's like, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, that was. It. He's like, I gotta that, stop this. No thought. Wait, is that a bad thing? He's like, goodbye. Like, yeah. I feel like there's a lot more thought goes into these things now. Like when there's like, you know, some other action films. Like, all right, if we do that, this is gonna happen. In the eighties, it was just like. All right. Well, explosives is- bag, throw it over the thing. It's like, see what happens. Here's the thing. I love that. First of all, he calls himself Roy because uh, he's a cowboy. But um, oh, he, the thing is, the with that is that he isn't a super cop, right? He just like is res- he just doesn't give up. So like him yeah. throwing that down and not thinking about it makes sense because yeah. like <laughs> he's just fucking goes. He's like, I have to survive this. I have to fucking stop them from killing yeah. people. So I'm just going to do this to distract anybody. Like, yeah. think about that shit later. Like, if yeah. the building falls, I'm going down with it. But, like, I ain't thinking about that And right he's now. 100% barefoot still this whole time. The whole oh, time. Yeah. Well, that's the whole time. I'm thinking about, man. You mentioned it earlier where he's kind of the everyman. Which, think about if you had had, like, a Schwarzenegger in this movie. Like, he would just Impossible. be, like, jumping out and, like, murdering people with the gun. Like, it was no thing. But here, McLean's, like, it's almost like he's like MacGyver. Like, even when he first, yes. like... To the ho ho ho! I have a machine gun in the elevator. He's got the pole with the elevator and stuff. Like, yeah, he's like you know, like doing this weird wily shit as opposed to just like popping out with a gun and lighting people up. But yeah, to me, yeah. is what makes the movie fun. You know, like yeah, could have made the movie and gone that route where he is just like you said, like a super cop, where he's just gonna mm-hmm. fucking jump out and light people up. But to me, that would make this a totally different non-fun movie that probably we would not well, even be talking about today. Yeah, because there's even parts where he takes a rest, right? And he has to light a cigarette because he's like all fucking stressed out. <laughs> no one will want... smell that and find him. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> he doesn't know he doesn't know what to do, right? So I'm thinking in my head, like if this movie was like, if those terrorists really wanted to kill him, like no one's stopping any, like the building is, is big, but it's not that big. Oh, we got to say Carl fucking stopped. It didn't go all the way up. He's like, yo, fuck this shit. He's like walking in the hallway and he's like, no, like he's like, I'm so fat. I don't want to go look anywhere else in this building. He's like, oh, it's It's false alarm. I'm like, like at the end, he redeems himself. But at the same time, he's like, like, man, I'm going to go have my Twinkies. I'm like, the fuck? You just gave up that quick. Although he would have died because the the guy was like, the guy was ready to kill him. But he, but but what's so funny is like Bill, what you were saying too about like, you know, he's not a super cop. He's not like this crazy person who can't be killed or hurt. Like he's not a Rambo. Yeah. He's like right. This is why to me too, like, like Alan Rickman was like quite oh. possibly one of the greatest villains. I mean, it was amazing. Oh, he's he was, great, he was, dude. 
and he he's wearing a suit the entire time. I mean, he's, he's complimenting Nakatomi on like the, I have some of those. I have fancy four suits of them too. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he's not yeah. a villain who like again is not a super villain who knows like ninjutsu or can beat the shit yeah. out of someone. He's Alan Rickman. Like he's you know he's he's using. Well, he's just more of the mass. Yeah, he's the mastermind. The mastermind. So yeah. that that really yeah. brought out like a whole other part to the film to me. Like. I would agree. It, it did. It did remind me too of like a Lethal Weapon and stuff like that, where like people yeah. were super. Like I guess like maybe in Lethal Weapon, like Mel Gibson is supposedly this like unkillable super cop. I guess in some ways, sort of crazy person. Another crazy person, man. He's another yeah. person that talks to himself, can undo his shoulder, oh, to get God. out of. He's like he's jackets. like a next level of crazy than John McClane is, though. Yeah, he yes. lives in a trailer on yeah. the beach. And yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. How about in June where he goes to the South African embassy with the uh, with the uh, says my 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 friend wants to immigrate to South Africa during apartheid. <laughs> Joe Pesci's there. <laughs> Joe Pesci those made those films dead. best. Dude, those movies, oh, those okay. movies are phenomenal. Those movies are great. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> they fuck you at the drive-through, dude. Lethal Weapon. I think all of them are good. Oh. They, they, even yeah. the one they made with like Jet Li was still like watchable. Yeah, but Jet not the one with Chris Rock. Rock. Well, that, that was the right. same one. It was, watchable. Okay. it was watchable. It was watchable. It was watchable. Did you guys ever see the Always Sunny where they made Lethal Weapon Five? Dear no. God, one of the greatest oh, episodes of television so good, of all time. <laughs> you got I don't me know how that show it. hasn't been canceled. Really? Like oh. at all? It it's been on good. like 15 years. Oh, dude, it's funny. Like they basically decide they're going to make Lethal Weapon Five and yeah. write a fake script and film it. It's it's dude. Watch it right away. It's like it's so ridiculous. We'll pause and you go watch it now. (laughs) But um, but yeah, Alan Rickman, top notch. Like everyone in this, even Bonnie Bedelia was so great. Your point about him, man, you know, like right away, he means business. Like he's he's cold and calculated. Where the guys, oh man, where Nakatomi's like, oh. It doesn't do anything. You're gonna have to kill me, and he's like, "Okay, okay." Boom. And I was like, "Holy Whoa. shit!" Like I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, "God damn, didn't see that yeah. coming." You know, I was like, blown away by that. I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. that's we're not, you know, finally a villain that I like respect because how many times villains I have to go through it and through it. And he's just like, "Nah, fuck this." Yeah, yeah, it's like the classic '80s thing. Like until he fucks up and the guy figures it out and gets away. And now he's Amazon blow this motherfucker's head off. Like he's yeah. done. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I get smart like over here. No figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't deal with this. The, the, the coke head. Like, here, have a have a coke, and then you're dead too. Like, <laughs> Meanwhile, the crazy, but like, let's talk about the limo driver while he's partying. Argyle, hey, Argyle's sitting there talking on the phone, having drinks with the bear, which, <laughs> like, he Very ends up weird. talking to the bear a at one weird. point. Yeah, he didn't hear any of these explosions. Doesn't hear anything, but then like tries to leave, and then just kind of gives up and falls asleep. Doesn't even get out of his car. Like he doesn't even try to like Like, figure out. There has to be an exit, bro. (laughs) Did you you say like like, Dave? Dave? Yeah. Oh my god! Seriously, because I was watching it, and I'm like, this is something. No, I mean, this is just an inside joke. But you guys can listen to the Jada Kiss episode, like, and when I released Cutting Edge and stuff. But like, this is literally just like when I saw him, sleep. and he was just like doing that shit. I was like, yeah, yeah of course. Like, David falls asleep in the limo, and then all he's this like, shit would go down, and he'd be like, huh? Yeah, know. he's like watching TV. And he's like, he notices that he's part of that building. He's trying to get out. He doesn't even like, I, I, like this. This is the 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 plot. There's a hole in this plot right here because there has to be an exit door somewhere, somewhere right? Somewhere in the basement that you could walk out. This guy, yeah. he, he just goes. He part. He like turns 
halfway, like he sees uh, there's another truck there. The the terrorist truck is there. Okay. <laughs> and he's just like, he just stopped. Falls asleep <laughs> until the end of the movie. Until the end of the movie. And then he's like, what the fuck? Crashes through a gate and no and, one lights up the car. Yo, he crashed through the gate. I'm like, why didn't you do that? Before? Two hours ago. And oh, then God. run to the freaking, you know, <sighs> thing. That was amazing. That was, that was amazing. It, it, dude, Argyle for the win, man. Like, yeah. seriously. But there were some amazing one-liners. I thought, yeah. what's his name's um, part when he plays the American guy? When he plays... Uh, oh, Alan Rickman? Play, yeah, Alan Rickman. Like, when he, like, it meets John McClane for the first time oh, face-to-face. Great scene. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Classic. And you know, you know that he even opens his cigarette. He takes his cigarette out like a mm-hmm. European would. And versus, he grabbed it, and when he like exhaled, yeah, the way he, he held it, the way he held it, he had he held it like that too. Yeah. Um, which apparently is the they did that so that John would have noticed that, not yeah. the Kaneem. Because look, I was like, honest, bro, you who the fuck would notice that? Notice that. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's bleeding. Like, his feet are bleeding. He Everything. Fucking he's like, bro, I, I just want to chain smoke right now because I smoke too. I don't give a fuck how this guy. I, I'm sorry, like. You know, I've smoked yeah. in the past too. Like, did either of you, if you ever smoked, ever look at how someone else is smoking? Because I sure no. fuck didn't. No, you know, no. I would just sit outside and bullshit. And I get someone. he's I a wouldn't cop. look at what they were doing. Like, no. yeah, I get he's a cop, but he's not a fucking super cop. Yeah, like, unless yeah, was, not, we're doing know. something weird, like you know, you're not gonna. <laughs> like, put like, it in. Oh, that's he's his nose, nose is like. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he oh, did that's anything. That's the European way of smoking yeah. cigarette. This son of a bitch, he got me. Oh, he picked it out with his left hand instead of his right. That Come means on, he's bro. from England. And who who has a soft pack of cigarettes? That pack the of cigarettes would have been that destroyed. Still I don't know. Like, yeah, but oh, it would have been. It was like yeah. Virginia Slims. Those cigarettes are so. Yeah, clean, I mean, this guy, so this guy. Well, he no. found them. Did didn't he also find the Zippo lighter in the? Uh, yeah, in the first guy, he took that guy's lighter. I'm like, oh, got a zippo yeah. lighter. Like it was a video game. He killed yeah. the guy, took his gun, took some supplies, took a lighter, yeah, exactly. tried to put his shoes on. Stock up, bro. Did you see the little <laughs> um the the advertisement for Motorola? Because the, the guy's like, Oh, I could just call call in the disconnect right now. And he's like, Oh, yeah, call it in. And he like lifts up the the radio and he like puts it down. And it's like Motorola. I was oh like, no, I missed that. <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, God. little cheesy uh, um, yeah. ads going on here. I want to go all the way back to the part where you were talking about the bear. Uh, oh, oh, my God. God. This is why. Because as soon as I saw that, I was like, this is where they took they took that and put that in Con Air. Because in yes. Con Air, oh, you're Nick right. Cage, another shitty like father who like you know decided well, to he, be a hero. Yeah. Or decided to kill to somebody with take- his bare hands. Yeah, I mean, I know he was defend. I mean, obviously he was defending. He was defending his his wife. <laughs> Not that part. The part where they let him <laughs> off the plane, and he had the choice to get off the plane, but instead stays on the plane, and yes. decides that was the part where he made that choice. Instead of go home and like to his daughter and his wife, he's like, "No, nah, I got to be a hero." But yeah. he had that shitty teddy bear the entire time. Picks it out of a sewer <laughs> afterwards and gives it to his daughter at the end of that movie, and she's oh like, my "What is this?" He's like, Hello. "Take this shit smelling bear." So, do you want to know <laughs> the the film theory on that one? Is what's oh his name God. that plays the crazy killer? Um, uh, Malkovich. No, um, the, Steve Buscemi. The, 
Shibushemi. Oh, that's Armageddon. Escapes and then goes to Armageddon yeah. and is the guy in the oil rig that ends up in Armageddon and like. Oh shit! Crazy. I never knew that was because they pick him up from yeah. the casino. Because they pick him up at the casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Steve Buscemi, random one off here, <clears throat> but they, it just popped up on Prime. I recommend watching it. Is the movie Airheads is now free on Prime? Oh, like oh wow. Watch that great movie. fucking movie. That's a movie yeah. to put on. Watch that. That's great a movie. great movie. Yes. Yeah. That's how I, mean, I watched that be. the other night. Oh, so fucking. Oh, funny. my God. It was. Yeah, it just it was like new and on Prime. It, and I was like, fuck, yeah. Wasn't Brendan Fraser in that, too? Yeah, he Brendan was. Brendan Fraser, oh. Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler. Um, oh. I forget the guy's name, but he does the mafia voice on The Simpsons. Um, uh, <laughs> Fuck, what's it? He's also in know. like Best in Show. He's in a lot of Stephen Gett. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a bunch of other guys. Uh, fucking uh, Winston from Ghostbusters is in it. Yeah, great, great movie. Beavis great and movie. Butthead are in it. <laughs> really? Great film. Yeah, they call into the radio station. Great movie. Watch it. Oh, man. Yeah, Bro, I remember it a long time ago. A couple things. When the FBI finally gets there, they don't. These people th- are fucking horrible. There's a part where he goes. <laughs> Classic they're, in, they're trying to figure it out. And he goes. Well, I figure we'll lose 20 to 25% of yes. the hostages. Well, I could live with that. He's like, I can live with that. I, I caught that too. At one point, <laughs> I, I actually that. thought- I've never the seen guy, a movie where he said that, ever. Who's the guy that played The Last of the Mohicans? He's, that's him. Daniel. No, uh, that's not Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis? It isn't? It kind of looked no. like his. Well, Daniel Day-Lewis would not take a part like that. Well, I don't know. Back then, maybe. Back then? Dude, he Who was, was that actor? Who I'll was that, that actor that right played that FBI, that FBI agent? I'll look that up right now. But we'll lose a crazy. quarter of the hostages, but fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That oh, okay. guy, cool. that guy, I actually thought was part of the fucking terrorist group. I was yes. like, oh, he's gonna turn on because of his he, blatant like, disregard kind of, for human life. Yeah, he <laughs> fucking didn't care at all. He's so dumb. And like the, the 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 what was the car gonna do when they were gonna they were sending the truck? I don't I don't know, man. The truck goes up the steps and almost freaking collapses before the the. the <laughs> Before the 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 missile even hits them. Oh my god, yeah. bro! It was when a I, terrible idea. When I saw that, I was like, "This is like the animal, that stupid toy." Yeah, and it got stuck. Oh, Nothing god could stop. It. Nothing could stop it. It said yeah. everything. Okay, the actor. Did you guys name... post something about that like three yeah. years ago? Oh, I yeah. remember being like, "Fuck yeah!" I remember this commercial. It yeah. sucked. Nothing could stop. Toy sucked. The animal. Yeah, <laughs> toy sucks. Claws would come out. Okay. Yeah. So the name of this actor is Robert Davy. He was in the Goonies. Remember, he was like, yes. Oh, he yeah. played Italian. The Italian and guy. He's in. Uh, yeah. He's in uh, the James Bond movie, License to Kill. He's the bad guy in that too. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All he right. was in. Yeah. Uh, he he works a lot. I mean, he just I uh, that Spendables they, three. Yeah, that guy's in a bunch bag. of shit. They were douchebags, and the chief was a douchebag, and it was just weird how they let Carl talk to him over. Like a nationwide walkie-talkie system. Like they all had a PA system that they could, even though even the the freaking limo guy, yeah, could yeah. hear that. It was ridiculous the whole part. But I mean, and why was it uh, that he says to the girlfriend, she's like, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna come over. I I told you I was gonna come over. My boss thinks I'm going to Vegas. I was like. Oh, yeah, How I did notice boss- that, too, and I'm like, what is he talking about? What are you talking about? Why would your boss think you're going to Vegas? You're with John McClane. You're driving him to L.A. Yeah, that was that was felt very non sequitur. Maybe there was some, like, 
original plot they were writing that changed who the again hell maybe a lot of it was improvised maybe uh, i was i was thinking maybe he was going to drop he wasn't supposed to ha- be there all day and he was going to drop off john and holly at the house and then go to vegas to pick someone up true holly doesn't this feel like one of those things where we're analyzing this? If you ask the actor, he'd be like, bro, I just fucking made it up. I don't yeah, know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> no, I fucking know. I read the lines. I, I was, was sitting split, next to a bear. Yeah. My acting partner was a bear. Yeah. And then he, he looks back at the bear and he's like, I know. Like when uh, when the, when he looks back at the rearview mirror and he's looking yeah. at the bear, he's like, I don't know. Dude, and then he crashes, I, in, he crashes into the, the, the computer nerd dude. Yeah. The computer nerd dude goes down without a fight. That poor guy. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even think he died. I, no, I don't. That know guy who got arrested. This. I don't know who said this on in the movie, back. but I had to write this down. Bring him back in fucking Die Hard Five, Six, Six. Now, yes, yeah. All right, go ahead. Someone said that maybe it was Bruce Willis said it. I'm maybe it probably was. <laughs> he said there was a line where he's like, "I'm not the one who got butt fucked on natural national television." What? Yeah. Who did he say that to? I think he said that to the police chief. Oh yes, yes. Because <laughs> crazy lights. These lights the police, were insane. Police chief got those guys get, like hurt, like because he was trying to tell them to stay away, and you know he didn't want. They don't want to listen to John because John's from New York, <laughs> and they feel threatened that John is taking over. And better cops than than yeah, people don't like New Yorkers, bro. We get too much balls for them. I know that's what it is, bro. <laughs> we, <laughs> we're too quick. We're too fast. We like suck like, my dick, John, bro. These guys are trying to like <laughs> plan things, These guys are trying to plan things out. John's just throwing bombs down a fucking chef. Yeah, like he's yeah. Like, exactly. Though, yeah. He's yeah. also he's, like, he's also. Yo. Can we just talk about him in the AC shaft? And he's just like, fuck it. I'm gonna go jump into this little hole. Miss, that was a- he misses it. And he like he falls like four four fucking floors, and he fucking still grabs. I'm like, yo, that's it. I'm dead. I'm dead. Uh, I'm 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 not doing it. I can't. But that's the other thing. To your point, yeah. I think that kind of lays home the everyman thing again, right? Obviously, it's unrealistic. But like, yeah. if that was Stallone or Schwarzenegger, they'd be like, boom, right where I was yeah, going to grab. I'm like, yeah. oh, he missed. If oh, it was shit, Stallone you know? or Schwarzenegger, they couldn't use the the strap of the gun to hold them because they're too, they're too heavy. Like, exactly. You know, only <laughs> only an everyday man could be Bruce going, okay, let me use the gun and freaking put it here it's and go down because like so- I'm breaking the buckle. So apparently, you should have just stayed in the elevator shaft, in my yeah. opinion. So apparently, the, the whole scene, time. apparently on IMDb, the scene where McLean falls down a shaft was a mistake by the stuntman <laughs> who was supposed to grab the first vent as it originally was planned. He slipped and continued to fall, but the shot oh was used anyway, and it was edited together with the with one where McLean grabs the next vent down as he falls. So again, so wait, is the guy alive? We just <laughs> want to tell you the, the stunt guy is actually dead yeah. from that. Scene. If you watch the end of the credits, there's an end memorial. <laughs> yeah, <in> memorial. <laughs> well, it's like in Deep Blue Sea when like the all that water, when the water, when the window breaks and all that water comes crashing through. That was real. Those were all the real actors. And 12 ton, uh, like tons of water went on them. They were all running for their lives and they used it in the film. Yeah, that's nuts. 
I love thing, little things like that. Like, what is it yeah. where um, Kirk Douglas had like a heart attack at the beginning of Heart of Darkness? Yeah, and they <laughs> used that cut in the film. I love shit like that, dude. I hope they got his like approval. <laughs> Back then, I'm they probably didn't. They were like, They're "Oh, fuck like, it, it doesn't matter. Take. We Let's go, yeah, bro. we we own. You're not shit. dead. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we own any oh, take God. we got. Yeah, I think it was Bruce soul. Willis. I don't know if Printed. it was Bruce Willis who said this or the other guy, but he was fighting that German guy, that guy who he killed his brother, which that actor was in the money pit. Um, he movie. says, I'm going to kill you. Wait, I'm going to kill you, cook you, and I'm going to eat you. Oh, my God. That's actually mild for an 80s movie. Great line, but it's pretty mild. That's not like, you know, th- there's worse things we've talked about. Like, uh, you know, I used to fuck guys like you in prison or other shit. You yeah. Know? So. Great line, but I appreciate the restraint a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, bro! I'm still trying to figure out what this company does, but well, we're never going to Bonds, I don't know. They're they got still- bonds, but they also have computers. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna Google group, this. I'm gonna Google like, it and see there's if like, things. There's a fucking uh, a floor of just computers that are just on. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I don't know. Like nobody shut off computers back then. No, because it would take so long to put them back on. Yeah, remember how long? You and the best is like they're on? like the best is like even when he goes in. Uh, one of the things not to bring back to the beginning when he goes and he's looking for Holly's name. Um, why are you looking for her name? Because the guy then goes, "Oh, they're on the. She's on the thirty. Good point. Floor. Everyone's on it's the thirty. Everyone that's the only ones left here in the building. Like thanks. Well, why did you? Why did you just lead with that? Like, well, it doesn't matter who your wife is. If she's here, she's on the thirtieth floor. Like, holy done. shit, bro. Okay, what? Listen, what to do that. they do? They so do? the writer Jeb Stewart was given the task of adapting Roderick Thorpe's book "Nothing Lasts Forever" and had some difficulty writing the screenplay until until he had a near death experience while driving at night in Los Angeles after a fight with his wife. He was driving behind a truck carrying refrigerators, and one of the <laughs> fridge boxes fell out of the truck. Because oh he was God. so distracted, he noticed too late how all the cars in front of him had quickly dodged the box. But luckily for him, it was empty. He realized that if he had died, he wouldn't have been able to apologize to his wife. This inspired him to give clear motivations to John McClane and Holly's characters. They wanted to reunite with each other after having a fight. Oh, my God. It was a love story. Wow. It's it's once again, it's a nice uh, it's a quality story about a family coming together at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and the night and the nightmares of Christmas. Yeah. Christmas miracle, bro. It's a Christmas, yeah. Christmas miracle. miracle. Bro, even when the safe opens, the song, a Christmas song comes on. And I can see the Easter egg where Jesus is in the sky. I'm just kidding. I'm just- <laughs> and then at the end, a Christmas song is playing. Mm-hmm. So there's more points of this being a Christmas movie than not. Oh my God, dude, this movie was a disaster. Bruce Willis suffered permanent hearing loss while shooting. No pun intended. A scene in the conference room, the one when he shoots up through the table. Oh, the, Jesus. The, 
that he suffered severe damage to his left ear. As previously stated in trivia, the stunt weapon specialist engineered blanks to be extra loud and produce extreme muzzle flashes for dramatic effects. The close quarters under the table and the use of plexiglass to protect oh, the God. actor from flying shell casings and wood splinters further increases sound. In 2019, Willis said in an interview, due to an accident on the first Die Hard, I suffered two-thirds partial hearing loss in my oh, left my ear. Oh, my God. And they have a tendency to say what? The actor has worn a hearing aid for years, unbeknownst to us, to most fans. Wow. And that's that's when people have balls. <laughs> oh like, I think it's time. Uh, I'm, I, I, yeah. It's time I, to do I, both things. Not, one, we put we, this we, to the we're test. Starting to repeat, we're starting to repeat ourselves. Yeah. It's, I just want to say one other beginning. thing. I do want to give props to Bonnie Bedelia. She was awesome as Holly McLean or Holly. Oh Gennaro. yeah, dude, she's awesome. Um, she's she's like the original boss bitch, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, but what was funny about it at the end, everyone started getting weirdly sweaty and and everything. And then there was a scene with her and Alan Rickman where she looks all like disheveled, and it's like right away, there's like, all right, let's just open her shirt just a little bit. <laughs> Like it's an 80s movie, bro. 80s movie. They just like, all right, well, she's it, she's had enough, enough boobs. Oh, dude, and like and the punch at the <laughs> Show end, her she bra. punches, she punches the reporter. Great. Great. Oh, so great. Like, so oh, do you have anything in an 80s film? Uh, he, he, which you call it? Yeah, it's like, you have anything to say? Slap in the face. So much, so much, so much violence and justified violence in an 80s film where like you know, Reginald Vell Johnson shoots that guy at the end who, man, I mean, that guy, he was hung, beaten, shot. St- I mean, that guy was like, didn't, and I think he's in Die Hard too. Well, he didn't get drawn and quartered, so he's okay. The, the blonde guy. <laughs> yeah, he did get drawn and quartered. He's not Vigo. <laughs> he's uh, in Die Hard too. He's Vigo. Dude, I think he's in Die Hard too. If I look. No way. And while I'm looking... Why don't we start this conversation about does Die Hard pass the nostalgia test and then get into is this a Christmas movie or not? Uh, let's see. No, he's not in Die Hard too. I was I was wrong. <laughs> he was in the Money Pit. And so should we do the questions one at a time? Like, does it yeah. pass the nostalgia does test? Pass does it pass the nostalgia I'm saying fuck yes, it passes the nostalgia 100%, test, bro. 100%. I was like wanting to be like, no, nah, maybe it doesn't. Like, but I'm like, no, this is a good movie. It's good. Good movie. It's Entertaining. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Like, it's a two hour movie to your point, Pico, but like, it doesn't feel like a two hour movie. No. You know, like, it's, it goes quick. It's entertaining. It's yeah. fast moving and it's everything you want from an 80s action movie. Absolutely. Yes. It was an amazing film. I, I will now watch it way more than once. Um, this is a movie that I'm so happy that I'm so happy with the reaction that, that, like, you haven't seen it. No. And it's like, yeah. and you still like I, it because that's I like was, truly. So there is no nostalgia. Like it's just, is this a good it's just movie? Straight up a good movie. Like, but that's like the idea of the passing the nostalgia test. That it's yeah. like, it's not just nostalgic. No, it passes it. Like, it passes it. Like, it's not just Pico. You're like dead. the control of this experiment. Yeah, you are. Because like, <laughs> me and Billy could just be like, no, we're just, like, we might be saying it passes, but we're still holding on to the nostalgia. Uh, yep, yeah, hundred percent, bro. But yeah. like. The like new watcher, yeah, this was a perfect case. Yeah, this was an absolute amazing action film. And I said it, I think, in the beginning, and I was like, they don't make action films like this anymore. There's a strictly very serious action movie with comedy. But the thing is, nowadays, they, and it's a rated R film again, there's not a lot of rated R like action films like this. And I feel like this is one of those things where it's just like we're making a serious action film. There'll be some drama. There'll be a little bit of levity, but it's not like with like, um, you know, Hobbs and Shaw where like, it's like a yeah, huge God, yeah. thing, but it's funny. 
or yeah. like Fast and Furious even. Like it's funny. It's it's a serious it's it's an action film, but it's it's Yeah, but it got to the point now that they're just making fun of it. They're like yeah, taking the piss out. They're like kind of like no, he doesn't want and to now get it's hurt. in their contract. Like they're only yeah. allowed to get hit a couple of times. Like Bruce the Wilson Rock has that. I read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bruce Wilson can't get, get, get defeated. Yeah, or something like and that. Neither can Statham. So like that movie had so much like okay, well, we'll never lose a match. That movie is you can only hit me. You could only hit me a certain amount of times, and I could only hit you a certain amount of times. Yeah. And if I lose a match, then the next scene you have to lose it. And it's like. Yeah. All right, dude, come on. Like, yeah. and now that we all know that's like basically we're just watching a ballerina dance. Like, that's all yeah, fucking that's, 100%. And that's, like, and that's why old school action movie stars like Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and Will Bruce Willis will last forever because they didn't mind getting hurt, getting killed, no, get their ass getting, kicked. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, and a Terminator 2. Yeah, know. but you got to put Mel Gibson in there in that little that time right, I'll, capsule I'll put because, him in there. like, whatever. Okay. He, he it is it's a crazy nut job. Like, yeah. But. Yeah. But like political Horrible. stuff or whatever, how he is now, who cares? But like uh, uh, when you're looking at the stars okay, of the time, stuff. he was more yeah. like an amalgamation for Bruce Will- than Bruce Willis, you know, because you had like Schwarzenegger versus Stallone and then Mel Gibson and Bruce Willis are very much like you said, the everyman like they could yeah. they could do that, you know, he, like he they was were doing so like popular. Braveheart. He was doing yeah. Braveheart at the time. The, but even the, that, like, he's not like disgusting, like Schwarzenegger or Stallone jacked. He's just like still kind of looks no. like a normal dude, you know. Again, yeah. you want yeah. you were like you watch Braveheart, and you were like, yeah, like you were like he wasn't this like there was people bigger than him in that movie. Oh, but yeah. he yeah. like made himself bigger. Remember, yeah. like even That's, like yeah. the whole thing is like William Wallace is six feet tall, seven yeah. feet tall, and he like whatever. So like, yeah. it was good. Yeah. I I I think that they were the. Exactly the opposite of the Schwarzenegger, um, yeah, Stallone thing, and it worked. And it, I think it's more believable, honestly. I mean, it's still don't. ridiculous, believable, yeah. you know. But like, it's more believable than like Schwarzenegger firing a fifty caliber machine gun with one fucking arm. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. Or like in Commando, cutting someone's head off with a fucking saw blade. Like it's a, a little <laughs> more yeah. believable. Yes. And it's so funny how like the old Rambo movies are more believable than that one, yes. you know, two that he did. Oh yeah, the one. first one is the, the first Rambo is actually no, the first like, one is great film. Yeah. Oh, and that's, that's the one, that's, that's, that's the one that he got big movie. There's a Christmas tree in the background in, the Ram- in First Blood. In oh, first that's blood. amazing. <laughs> that's great. No, but so I think Stallone. At one point, Stallone was every man, right? He was. He wasn't like Jack like that. Yeah. Still. Then he hit the boys, man. And then you know Rocky Four came along, and he yeah, well, you got you got the first two Rockies and the first Rambo. You're right, he's not that. And then once yeah, like because no. you know Rambo two and Rocky Four came out the same year, so that's where yeah, like, so right, Rocky three. Is, Rocky three, he started getting big, and then Rocky four, he was like glazed. Hitting he the juice, bro. Like, he just looked like a freaking. Wait, was Rocky donut. five was a Christmas crazy. movie because they fought on Christmas too? Did they? Where is that under the subway? They fight on Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Sue me for they what? Uh, punch so he you fought on Christmas face, in Rocky bro. Five. He fought on four. Christmas in Rocky Four. So a, we, a year after Rocky Four, a year after fighting the Russian on Christmas, that next year he's fighting he again. Fights Tommy Gun in the street. Wait, does actually, actually take place around Christmas also? Because he's driving the uh, Firebird in the two takes place around Christmas also. When Adrian yes. doesn't want to fight because he gets driving the Firebird around the snow. Yes. I thought that was Thanksgiving. Every movie is taking place oh, around shit. Christmas. Actually, he's dead. He's still in the ho- Rocky's still in the hospital and he's in a coma. 
and uh, from fighting uh, Apollo, and we never actually experienced two, three, four, and five. They're all six. bullshit. Like, I they're all Rocky just his, his dream. Hopefully, him we didn't experience five. Yeah, I him believe Rocky Four is a Christmas movie. You Billy, have... you got to see that video that me and Dan just shared to me. Is it um, a uh, kid? I'll send it to you on uh, Rocky Day talking to, to Sylvester Stallone doing doing the whole speech. That he oh, does I saw that son. clip. I didn't watch it. That's all I got to oh, watch. It. Fucking awesome. awesome. I yeah. will say Rocky Four. I just want to say one more thing about Rocky. Rocky Four is definitely a Christmas. <laughs> movie they go to russia during the it's holiday season christmas. shut, shut up. up they're listening <laughs> paulie's listening to alvin and the chipmunks the christmas he special. Is, right. yes he is they do but it doesn't end with a christmas, christmas song it doesn't end it with ends, a christmas song but it ends in the christmas spirit just like the end of the just like the grinch stole christmas the russians are the grinch trying to ruin everything they kill apollo which has killed the christmas spirit and then okay. rocky goes and makes their heart grow five times by doing his like right. speech he and changes they, they change everyone changes and we all can just change. like in christmas yeah it's a christmas miracle rocky, rocky needs a christmas movie you know, it'd be funny if you sat down with your family like, all right, guys, we're going to do a Christmas movie marathon. And all you put on are movies that are like people that are like debating. You're like, are right, we going to watch Die Hard, Rocky Four, Gremlins, like movies that everyone Rambo is debating. First Blood. <laughs> what? What? They're fucking Christmas movies. <laughs> you should start fights with your family because of this. So, like, someone did argue with your family. Someone said to me, um... The reason why Die Hard is a Christmas movie okay, now yeah, is ahead. because is because most people talk about it now mm. and it became a Christmas movie because everybody was talking about it. Mm. They're like it it was never really talked about that way. And then I don't know when this started, this mm-hmm. argument. I think it's um, gotten steamed the last couple of years. Yeah, well, more podcasts, right? So like you needed to have something to argue about. So like I think I think um I, I like that argument. You could argue like it wasn't until recently because people are talking about it. So it's now a Christmas movie. Well, but yeah, here's the age old question. Here it is. Yeah, what do we ahead. think? Well, what do we I will think? say apparent according to our social media, it has been overwhelmingly that like it is a Christmas movie. Uh, my friend uh, PT McNiff, who does the podcast, uh, uh, the long take review with, with uh, Jen as well. Like, check out that uh, podcast; it's amazing. And, and the Substack, they uh, PT says definitely a Christmas movie. Um, he says that it's too many themes reconnecting with family during the stressful holiday season to not be a Christmas movie. Plus, it's time of miracles, and a lot of people think it's a Christmas movie. They say it's a Christmas movie. There's a lot of Christmas music. It ends on a Merry Christmas. It ends with Christmas Whoa. music. <sighs> uh, uh, yeah. I mean, a shout, I got to give a shout out to Nicole from the NYCFC. Uh, she's a new listener. She's my account manager for my season pass. And she told me to give a shout out as long as, as she said she would start listening to us as long as I give her a shout out. So since we're doing shout outs. She didn't tell me whether she believes it's a Christmas movie or not. I didn't think she wanted to start arguing with me because I was very loud about it over the phone. Anyways, I wanted to say it wasn't. Okay. I've always believed it wasn't. As soon as Christmas Christmas Hollis comes on, and then he's doing Jingle Bell and he's uh he's got a gift and um the all these different songs that are coming through and ho ho ho. I'm like, shit. This is a fucking Christmas movie. Mm. I wanted to say no, but it's a freaking Christmas movie. 
I mean, especially maybe not in the 90s. Nobody thought about it or, or late 80s. But especially now that violence, it's not a violence is a criteria that takes it away anymore because there is violent Christmas movies. You have Bad Santa that came out. Drunken, rated R. Well, wait a second. Christmas. That's a Christmas movie. Okay, yes. 100%. He's Santa Claus. I mean, it's all based on Christmas. So what? But there's plenty of movies that Santa well, Claus is not, you know, Santa Claus from, is there. Is Gremlin's yeah. Christmas movie. Chase from adult Christmas. from adult po- babies podcast says definitely a Christmas movie. Um, Doom Generation they said it's a Christmas movie. Look, I was thinking about it. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with an idea, but I'm trying to think if you took the Christmas out of Die Hard, would it change the movie? Right? Like, no. would it change it? Because no, if you you're take right. the Christmas yeah. out of like <clears throat> could just be a random office party. Go right. It could be a random office party. They, they're like you know, celebrating like, making a million dollars. They're celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the they're celebrating, or they're celebrating the construction being finished. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And that's yeah. like, I'm like, does Christmas even factor into it in that oh. way? Right. Like that it matters or is it just a vehicle to get him there? And that way, like we could figure something else out, like writing this, right? Or was it in the book? Yeah, so I guess the release I date doesn't like, the release date doesn't matter because obviously, if, you, if you're doing July. the release date, if you're doing release date, then it isn't the Christmas movie. It wasn't written as a Christmas Christmas movie. It was just like you said. Well, we got to give this guy a reason to show up. All right, it's the, he's going to show up during the holidays. All right, so we got to have we got to have. Uh, soundtrack to it. Well, it's during the holidays, so we got to have put holiday music yeah. on. So, you know, it could it could have been a couple of days before Christmas, but okay, I don't know. I yeah, think yeah. I so got you're saying yes, Manny. I'm saying yeah, man, because like if you go and uh, you know all these crazy things happen, and at the end they're together, and like all is good, let's call it a Christmas movie. Now, okay. if you're saying you have to have Christmas dinner. There has to be presents. Then but it's so it's so you. subjective, you know. So yeah. I I respect your your opinion there. Yeah. Well, I will say I, this: I get it. the book, I can easily be changed, though. I think <laughs> it it's because matter. obviously it just had something to do with the book because the book is on Christmas Eve. There okay. is no wife. He's coming in to visit his daughter Stephanie, Leland Gennaro, which is where I guess that name comes in, and okay. so like. He's not married. He's just coming to see his daughter during. And he's waiting for the Christmas party to end, and that's how the that's how the book happens. So I mean, obviously, it's not a Christmas. If I would say that, then I can easily see to say then like this is a Christmas story. If the book, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, sir. I'm trying to think like, is it a Christmas movie or just a movie that happens on Christmas and it's just great to watch on Christmas because like we don't have to watch It's a Wonderful Life because if I take Christmas yeah. out of It's a Wonderful Life, who gives a shit? I mean, yeah. I don't give a shit either way, but <laughs> <laughs> I watched that for the first time like two years ago, and I was like, what? "Why do people love this movie?" So oh, I hate that movie. I cannot stand it. <laughs> it's all for like, like a thousand dollars too. That's it's so like terrible. not even that much money, and I'm so like, I just can't do it, man. Like I'm like, Ugh. and like my uncle's argument, I can't believe you. You don't understand. I'm like, no, I saw it. Like, why is it such a big deal? When he like, like aggressively, like verbally attacks that girl and then kisses her, like it's such yeah. a weird scene. 
Dude, the whole Not movie, like the acting is terrible. People Christmas like, no Vacation way. is He's a better Christmas great. movie than It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Fucking call it thrown down. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know, your sister's just your sister just got like moose, uh, the moose glass. But, oh, I have friend. those. Yeah, they're great, dude. It's freaking awesome. My brother-in-law found out the store. It's a, a Christmas Vacation chocolate bar. And when you open it up on the bar, I haven't eaten it yet, but he said it's printed Jelly of the Month Club. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's great. That's great. So I'm, so I'm going to give you guys and oh, what do you yeah, what do you go ahead? No, Bill, guys? go ahead. No, no, you go because I, I I was gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a non-answer answer, which this is kind of you know you can call call my bullshit on this, but okay. I think at its time of release, it was not a Christmas movie. I don't think it was intended to be a Christmas movie. Right. Your point, I think it incorporated some Christmas elements, but it could have been whatever. It could have been any kind of part of the office. The story still holds. However, I think whether it's this grassroots, you know feeling around or whatever it is, I think it's gotten to the point where it has evolved into a Christmas movie because of this controversy debate, because it's something like I've watched the last few years of Christmas and growing up, I never would have considered a Christmas movie, but now no. like this debate has gotten it going. So I think it, you know, it didn't start as a Christmas movie, but I would say now it is a Christmas movie. And to Pico's point, like I'd rather we'll sit down and be like, let's watch a Christmas. Let's watch Die Hard instead of It's a Wonderful Life. You know, like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. And like, there's some Christmas elements. So like, cool, you know, so that's, you know, I, you can call that a non-answer. Like, I don't think it started. I don't home, think it's I a think non-answer. It's, I think it's evolved into a yeah. Christmas movie. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a non-answer. And I, and I totally, I think I agree, I agree with you that it definitely evolved to it. I think we've all yeah. changed <laughs> uh, the whole, the zeitgeist of this movie yeah. has changed because. 100% bro. Because maybe even the way we all look as a society, as a group of uh, of our own, like the people who are creating the zeitgeist have changed what we believe Christmas movies are. Because yes. you used to think it was this, you know, and then it had to be this. And like, yeah, you get your Hallmark, your Hallmark Christmas movies. But now you even got, like I said, like you, had, you have Deadly, um, Deadly Night. Silent yeah, yeah. Night, yeah, like Bad it's, Santa, like Pico you know, said, like you know, movies yeah, that are things, not a the feeling of Christmas, but still a Christmas movie. Yeah, like so. There's like this this uh, change in the culture, if you will, and that movie got to hold up to be like, well, let's bring this into the new conversation of is it a Christmas movie? Like, yeah, my question would be on that. Then is Gremlins a Christmas movie? One hundred percent. I would say yes. I'll be honest. I haven't watched the original Gremlins in probably 15 to 20 years, so I'd have to watch it again. But from what I remember, Definitely. I would say yes. I think it's actually more of a Christmas movie than this is. You know, 100%. 100%. So, yeah. I mean, that's, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't even end as great as this, in my opinion. But but isn't 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 what the fuck is the thing's name that turns into a Gremlin? What's that fucking guy's name? Mike. Mike? Oh, is it Mogwai? Mogwai? Isn't Mogwai like a Christmas gift? Oh, like Gizmo. It is. Yeah. Yeah, Gizmo, Gizmo, that's a little early. Yeah, yeah. Gizmo. The worst Gizmo Christmas, is a Christmas gift ever. But yeah, it is a Christmas gift. So right there yeah. from the beginning, you're like, all right, that's more Christmas, you know? Oh. Like, well, unless I, you were going to rob those bonds to give them to your family as a Christmas gift, Hans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like every other Christmas movie has the word Christmas in it in some way or some sort of Christmassy thing. It's yeah. funny because I'm looking at a yeah. list of movies. It's like Christmas action movies. And it's just like... Uh, Christmas Chronicles, The Night Before Christmas. Uh, Yo, Christmas Mary Chronicles Christmas. is a great fucking movie. It's amazing. I've never seen that one. Oh, oh watch it. So good. Oh, man. Kurt Russell. Uh, Merry oh, freaking Russell Christmas. And, you know, all these things. And then it's like Die That's Hard. That's a feel-good movie. Die Hard doesn't even have a Christmas 
word in it. It doesn't no. have right. The poster so, has no Christmas. Yeah. What? The poster, like you said earlier, no it's Christmas. His fucking face in a building. You know, it's a space, a building, and an explosion. Now, yeah, I, like I'm all almost, awesome. But again, because Bob, Billy, to your point, the poster came out during the release time. That they didn't think July. about it being exactly. Yeah. Yep. So why would it be on there? If if it would if it did come out in December, you'd see it in like you probably see like the in the explosion. Maybe Christmas trees like flying out. You yeah, know, ornaments like, or some part of the shit. Yeah, yeah, some shit like that. So that's like, a good point, I'm, Manny. I feel like I'm almost with <laughs> Billy's non-answer, where it's just like it never was supposed to be a Christmas movie. But much like other movies that now this is a great movie, but Come much like ghost. much like drink. shitty movies, less. like yeah, much like shitty movies like The Room or things like that, or if you've ever seen Birdemic, which is like a really terrible movie, they create this following almost, and they become like hits in different ways where like like as this movie was out and it's probably people just like yo there's christmas this is a christmas movie we're making yeah. it a christmas movie but i would yeah. love to know the origin of the who came up with it first man who is getting who, long it's i know we're we're, no, we're I mean, i'm like sitting there I going mean, it's like billy it's billy what? man sorry guys i always do this always do this. all star guest no lots of editing on dance plate <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna, it's now going to be like the nostalgia test with Manny Dan featuring Billy. <laughs> I'm trying to look. I almost, I was going to make another mind blowing point, but I think I forgot it, which is probably good. <laughs> it's diehard. There's so many reasons why it is. There's has oh. to be somebody must have brought that up and brought it into the the zeitgeist of of like that question, right? Like well, that, one of you said it, it was the director, right? That has the argument with him. The so writer, maybe the director, the writer. The writer Jeb Stewart. He Did he see like a, an opportunity to get more legs on this, so threw it out there? Like you know, maybe, maybe something like that. Well, I no, I think they just that. they just interviewed him and said, you know, the question of blah, blah blah, and he like he said something about like, well, all the the prim um what is it porum movies were taken. Like he he made like a a Jewish joke. I guess he's uh -huh. Jewish, and um, what should we call it? So he was like. Yeah, it's definitely a Christmas a Christmas movie, and then Bruce so Willis. Fuck, why not lean into that, bro? You yeah, and that, then Bruce you know? and then Bruce Willis says no, and you're thinking like, all right, all of a sudden, Die Hard. All make more money off residuals. Yeah, Die Hard's <laughs> being talked. Dude, they even have like Bruce Willis with a Christmas hat, like okay. yeah, things you know, like this. This is a great article. Bro, like that that sweatshirt. I, I would buy that sweatshirt. I have. I now have a machine gun. Ho ho ho! Hell yeah, my like, brother-in-law's Christmas sweater has that on it. Yeah, that's freaking great. You know. Okay, so okay, <laughs> so there's an article by the in in the Arrow that was like last year, December 9th last year, where um he if someone says if you'd like to make a case for something that's rarely mentioned, Die Hard isn't just a Christmas movie; it's a Gen X Christmas movie. In the same way, it's a Wonderful Life belongs to boomers, and Elf is a quintessential millennial film. So it's like there's a mm. subtitle going, we'd rather spend the holidays alone in the dark, avoiding all the holiday hostility. If there's one <laughs> thing Gen Xers know, it's how to isolate themselves, be it in an attic, basement, or ill-assembled treehouse. <laughs> that's that's so pretty solid. I mean, that's fucking great. I mean, yeah. basically, it's a Gen X thing. I mean, if that's one thing that I, I understand like by this article, it's just like it's not so much that it was a Christmas movie, but that Gen X made it a Christmas movie. And because can, at some point they were just like, why not? Right. And I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it 
originally i don't care what jeb stewart says as the writer i know he has like what, there's no way it was originally there's no, no way he wrote way. that movie going i'm gonna make this Fuck a christmas no. movie he wrote it as a movie and it now has a second people, life people as a christmas think movie. about it then yeah yeah it's a second life as a christmas movie to get that christmas movie money i mean think yep. about it like as an artist that must be great because like you know everything's perception so like even like oh i could look at a painting and you have a different feeling than i do or listen to a a song or whatever and now you're yep. thinking like a movie and it's like you didn't even think about this thing as a christmas movie and now people are talking about it. it's like yeah all right now it's gonna be on like freaking yeah let's every it year on, it's gonna be on tv on streaming exactly you see it on streaming it's Hulu like playing on yeah. december 23rd you're like yeah yeah fuck you're bro like, like it never would have happened you know? a decade ago you know no like no. you just had like die hard was just out all the time and like i did see an argument on social media they're like it's not a christmas movie i watch it all year long and i was like do you like, do you think about watching Die Hard ever? Like that movie, so like, I, it's good. Before this, before like this I think debate, about... I would have watched it on HBO when I was flipping around. Maybe watch half of it and flip. You know, oh, I remember this yeah. movie. Let me watch some of this. You know, exactly. You're not gonna be like whatever. I might even now because of this gonna watch the second one. I'm and, definitely going you know, to. It's like, and that takes place on Christmas. And then we'll just do this and not record it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, guys! So I guess we do. I guess the answer is that it's a Christmas movie. It's now a Christmas. Now movie. I would now. agree. Yep, it has Christmas to have that now. asterisk. Agreed. It I needs that asterisk agree. because if it doesn't get that, it it's it's you know it it was not in my opinion. There's no way it originally was supposed to be a Christmas movie. No. It's now a Christmas movie. That's what Agreed. happened. Is because and I guess it's Gen X's fault. Who knows? Who cares? We're kind of like that middle Gen X millennial people, so it's yeah, kind of like Zennial, Zennial, baby, Zennial. Yeah, right agreed, there. man. That people well, say like see. that's not a normally term, like ter- term that's not used much. I'm like, that's... I'm fucking calling myself a Zennial because there's some things in millennial world. That or the I, the Oregon like, Trail generation is another good one. No. Yes, yes, fucking Oregon Trail. Well, wow. wow. <laughs> guys, it. we did it. We dug into it. We're here at the end. This was a great episode, Bill. Once again, another masterpiece, Bill. Just thank you Thanks, so much guys. for coming on again. Hey, man, always appreciate him. Always, whenever you need me, I am here, sir. If anyone not to bring to, up you know, some shit, but we got called out on somebody in a wrestling um like thing called uh, us out and said they loved our our third episode, except we got everything wrong. And I was like, which oh. which one was that? I think oh, it, when we got to the it was like the best like wrestler all around wrestler like and stuff like that. Ah, fuck those people, man. <laughs> did you see the Rick? Did you see the Rick? Dan, you could cut this out, but did you see the Rick Flair documentary? I haven't watched it yet. No, no I watched a lot of the, um, who did it? Uh, and biography. We know. We know. Watched, yeah. We know. Oh, yes, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I went back and listened to all three of those episodes. They're amazing. Everyone, if you want more episodes where Billy just came on and rocked it, check out the Roadhouse episode. The 2020 wrap up episode, the three part wrestling episode. Um, was there another three one? Three parts. <laughs> I think that was it. Was there another one that you came? No, on? I think that's all of them, bro. And now I episode. forgot. We took like four hours that time. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I broke it up into three parts. People, thank you so much for supporting the Nostalgia Test podcast. Share, like, subscribe. Definitely share. Share this podcast. All, with all, the, all of the above. All the <laughs> yeah and uh follow us on instagram at the nostalgia test tiktok at the nostalgia test Has come soon x maybe the nostalgia test as far as like we'll be there for a little bit and um yeah everyone right. happy holidays watch die hard tell Fuck us what it. you think is it christmas movie or not 
and we'll see you in 2024. Manny. Thanks, boys. Been a good time. Peace. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test.